What the Actual Fork podcast is co-hosted by two intuitive eating registered dietitians, yours truly, Sammy Previtt, owner of Fine Food Freedom, and Jenna Warner, owner of Happy Strong Healthy. We can't stand diet culture bullshit and love keeping it real. Our mission is for all humans to believe that they are made for so much more than chasing a smaller body. We are also here to share with you that food can be fun and pleasurable again. Although we are medical professionals, we are human beings too. We are not afraid to share our deepest, darkest secrets and how many years of our lives were taken by diet culture. We started this podcast so no human has to feel alone in their journey towards food freedom. So get comfy and join us for a casual combo where you can expect to laugh, cry, learn, and grow. We are so grateful that you're here. So if you enjoy this podcast and want to connect further, we invite you to follow along on Instagram at what the actual fork pod and subscribe, rate and review our podcast so we can continue to share this message with more and more people. Now let's get into it. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of What the Actual Fork Podcast. Before I ask Sammy how she's doing today, I just pulled up our Apple Podcast reviews area. Um, and I'm like, this is what I said to Sammy because she hasn't read it yet or hadn't when I said this before. I was like, everything that we are hoping to get across in some of these newer episodes of the podcast and like where we are in life right now, this incredible person, OMG, everything is taken. So annoyed is the username. I know the username. (laughs) She, he or she, um, she just wrote the most incredible review for us. And I'm going to read it because I'm actually going to cry if I read it again. So here we go. I am trying for a baby for the first time after years of struggling with an eating disorder and messy recovery. Jenna and Sammy's discussion about the process of becoming mothers as well as sharing their raw emotions has helped me so much in my journey. Knowing that others have struggled the same way that I have is so validating. I don't have an older sister and I feel like in some way they are filling that role and helping me navigate this journey. Thank you for being so real and like, thank you so much for saying that for taking the time to write that out. I know Sammy says this all the time. Like we want to be the big sisters in the journey, the big sisters that we didn't have. And like, as we continue to learn, which is literally every day, wait until you hear what we have to say today. Um, Like this is our space to share it. And I just like, I'm so blown away and grateful for this comment and just thank you. Yes. I echo everything that you just said. And it, this is actually making me think of a conversation I had yesterday with a weight neutral dietitian. Um, I just had this virtual meeting with, with her and she was talking to me about how she went to the wind conference, which Jenna knows that's the weight inclusive nutrition and dietetics group. And, and she was kind of giving me a breakdown of her experience there and some interesting conversations that were had, but something that was so valuable that she shared with me that I was like, I needed to hear that is showing up on social media and not feeling like you had to, that like you have to teach everyone something all the Hmm. time. Like here are the three tips that did it. And here's how (laughs) you stop having a bad body image. And like, don't get me wrong. Like at our core, we are educators and we are teachers and, and that's what brings us to this work. And it is so important to just show up 
and be like, this is really fucking hard. And I think sometimes those conversations are the ones that are the most impactful and most helpful for people. And I really needed to hear that because I think I get stuck in this like mode, this hamster wheel of like, I need to teach people and I need to give, you know, value. And it's like, no, just showing up and saying like, Hey, we've like, we've always said we've fucked up. We were diet culture dietitians and here's how we've changed and grown and like continue to fuck up and continue to grow is like, that's, that's the good stuff, you that's know, the value. And that's what like makes, uh, yes, I just, that was so powerful and so incredibly said because there's like, how many times can we say and teach the same tips? Exactly. <laughs> like, I actually was laughing. There was a TikTok comment I got months ago that was like, this woman gate keeps everything and won't teach anyone anything. And I was like, <laughs> is my entire existence a lie? Because I feel like all I do is like, and I was like laughing at that. And again, like, we know, like, we don't, we don't take these things to heart, but I was giggling at that. Um, cause like, I feel like all we do is come on and, and try to teach everything. And, but I think sometimes being, it's just so powerful to say like, we're human. This is really, really hard. And as Brie Campos always says, sit in the suck, Yeah, sit in the suck. Because if you are a human being, you're going to experience all the shitty emotions. If you want to experience the joy too. My therapist literally just said, so I just finished, I just restarted therapy. I think I shared that last time. Yes. Um, and it's always like, I have nothing to talk about today. And then I'm like, oh my God, I'm late for Isn't my call. Isn't that funny how that works? <laughs> Isn't that funny Shit. how that works? Sometimes it's just like recapping like your last, like two, I see her every other week. So it's like, I recapped my last two weeks and I was like, wow, like a lot has happened. But anyways, one of the things that we were talking about today was like one of my fears, speaking of like mom stuff is like, you know, every parent in some way, shape or form, like. I don't know if I, I hope this comes off in the way I attend it to, but well, come speaking from my heart, like we're all going to fuck up our kids in one way or another, right? Like 100%. there's just like no way around it. There's no and, way around that. And like what I said to her, I was like, I'm watching, I'm watching the show um, Love and Death on HBO Max right now, which is the story of Candy Montgomery. Have you watched this? No, I like don't watch TV. You need so to send me all I, my recommendations. Like I don't read. I just watch TV as like my like. That's just like my, I don't know what the right word would be. You're unwind. You, yeah. You watch it to unwind. I just watch it when I have like 15 minutes chunks at a time. Um, So it's like takes me years to watch anything. But anyways, I'm watching like the show and she's talking about like her trauma was from when she was four. And I said to my therapist, I'm like, do you think that Noah's going to remember like some of my lowest points, like from these like first two years of his life? And she was like, Jenna, do you remember? And I was like, no, but I think that's part of the problem. Like, I don't remember anything from my childhood, which I think is like a block all in They itself. say that's a trauma <laughs> like, response. Yeah. Like... I say the same shit to my therapist. She's like, all right, let's dig in there. And she wrote down, she's like, so next week we'll talk about your childhood. Yes. But I'm like, all I remember is wonderful things, which I think is a good thing, but like, it's just all so interesting and like there's just so much there and there's so much like just to learn and unlearn I think is where I'm going with this is like sometimes you just want to 
like sit and listen and be a, or need to be a student of yourself and like really hear what your body and like the response that your body is giving you is saying. And that's Mm -hmm. something in my old age, I am now taking way more seriously than in my past. Yeah, absolutely. Like our bodies are so smart and they tell us things all the time, but our own beliefs or experiences shape how we listen to our body. And that could be related to food and body image are totally unrelated as well. And sometimes we don't want to listen to what's coming up. And that can be really, really difficult. I know I've absolutely worked through that in therapy and I'm like, well, fuck, these are the thoughts I'm having and I'm judging myself for them because I wish they weren't coming up, but they are. And, and like, where are they coming from? Something and, my therapist yeah. said today was like, cause I told her about like a traumatic experience unrelated to motherhood. Um, but just like something that happened to me, like semi recently. And she said, well, one of the markers that we use to like gauge the, the healthfulness of the response of your body is like, how big was the impact and how long did it last? She said something else, but I didn't hear it. It was like, how how big was the response and how long did that response like last in your body? And I think like that so easily translates to like food and body image too, as like part of like the trauma cycle, Mm -hmm. because it's like, if something like came and you allowed it to come and you heard what the response was and like worked through it quickly, but it didn't stay with you. That's very different than the one that's like, you can't stop thinking about. Right. Mm -hmm. And she was like, I told her exactly like how my body reacted to it and how long. And she was like, that sounds like a super healthy response. I was like, thank you. (laughs) You say that I'm like, oh, I have have many (laughs) unhealthy responses then. Cause I have, I think of the things that, yeah, just linger where you're like, can't get past them. And it'll Mm -hmm. be like days of it. And it's like, well, shit. It's deeper than, it's deeper than you maybe gave it credit for. Yeah. Which I, gotta, I have plenty of those too. But I got to sign up. One... I got to sign up for therapy now. <laughs> I, got, I, I, I'm, I usually go once a month, but I haven't scheduled yet. So this is my friendly reminder. There you go. <laughs> okay. So I finally got a call from my mother yesterday. She received her cozy earth PJs, which were her mother's day gift from myself. And my mom listens to this podcast as well. So, hey, Sue, what's Hi, up? Hi, Sue. Hi, Sue. <laughs> so she's, it's funny because she was like, you've already turned me into a cozy earth sheet snob. And I'm like, well, now you're going to be a PJ snob <laughs> because she had purchased the socks and now she has the socks and the PJs and the sheets. And it's like, once, <laughs> once you go cozy earth, you just can't go back. So I got her, it was the pants and long sleeve set in the Navy and mm. they're so incredibly soft and amazing. And she was so excited. It was the perfect Mother's Day gift. What is a word that you would use to describe the cozy earth, like texture and feel? Okay. Let's, we can only pick one word. Okay. You go first. Oh gosh. Wait, do you already have your word? You say yes. it first. I'm okay. just like buttery. Like when okay. I, think I was going to say butter, creamy, but that wasn't right. I meant buttery. <laughs> I okay. So I'm buttery. agreeing with you. 
It's just like when it like melts and it's just like perfect when like the stick of butter just gets like soft. Like that's what it feels like to lay on those sheets and wear the pajamas. So Love it. Father's Day is coming up. Um, they do have menswear as well. And Cozy Earth has provided an exclusive offer for our listeners today. That's 35% off site-wide when you use the code FORK, F-O-R-K at checkout. Again, that's 35% off site-wide at Cozy Earth. Let us know what you love best. Okay, let's bring us into the episode. I don't actually know that I have, I do actually have a want, a want the actual fork moment, but you have let's, something. Why don't you share yours Before first, we tell our people that can't see you what's on your face right now. And <laughs> it'll be a perfect segue from our previous conversation. I was like, that was a reminder to schedule your therapy appointment. And we're going to remind you to schedule some other appointments. So yes, you yes, go yes, first. Yes. What is your what the actual the fork moment? The only one that I have, I was scrolling. One of the boundaries that I put up last week that I think I was really good about. Actually, I'll give myself credit. I was really good about was just really decreasing my scroll time and staying off social media which felt amazing Um, for you. It was really just so good. And there was one day where it must've, it was Saturday at 7 15 AM. I was probably waiting for Noah to wake up. Um, I was scrolling because I have this screenshot and I came across something called Ozempic cookies. Have you heard of these? No, please enlighten me. They sound delicious. (laughs) I'm sorry. Ozempic cookie dough, which is going viral. So I went to look at it and it's this woman who's peddling her protein powder, which actually looks like a decent powder. Like there's nothing that would like strike me as being bad about like the actual powder itself. I didn't mean, I didn't dig deep. I just looked at like what it was, Um, but she's peddling her powder and essentially, essentially it's powder, some oatmeal ground up like some monk fruit and like chocolate chips and like a splash of milk in a bowl that like magically becomes cookie dough. Like I could vomit actually thinking about like eating that dry taste. Um, But essentially she's trying to explain the quote unquote science of how this recipe releases the GLP-1 in your stomach the same way that the medication does. And because like a normal eating experience, the GLP-1 half-life is only like two to three minutes. And that's why people eat past fullness. Um, But that her cookies stimulate the maximum amount of GLP-1 that can be released from your body. And you (laughs) only can use her protein powder for it. And you can only follow it to a T. And the response, I think that alone was the problem. But then I went into the comments and I have quite a few screenshotted of the absolutely horrific nutrition education that I heavy air quotes on education that she is giving in this comment section is absolutely terrifying. So if anyone has seen Ozempic cookies, now you all will, because it's going to be like in your phone. Um, Just please scroll past it, report it as not interested or hurtful information. And please know that it's a scam. Wait, I I have so many questions. (laughs) I have so many questions. How, how viral is this video? Like extremely Extremely viral um, to the point where I think it was, I think I was on Instagram because I was trying to stay off TikTok. I was yeah. on Instagram and saw like the variety that which I follow, which is like a news outlet magazine posted like, have you heard of Ozempic cookies? And I was like, what the Got fuck? It. And then went over to TikTok to find the video and it comes right up. 
Yeah. Wild. Like, and then so a couple like very smart people have like stitched the video and were like, this is the power of a word, like a viral trend. Like yes. this woman is literally putting a medication name in front of a food recipe to sell fucking protein powder. I was going to say, <laughs> honestly, kudos to her. Like, her marketing for, brain. For literally just using the word Ozempic to know that it would go viral. Because now Andy, if anyone searches that one, yeah. yes. Has Andy Does Healthy got to it yet? I don't think so. I feel like I should probably send it to her, but it's we like- tag her in it. BD, Carpen- science, babe. BD Carpenter has done it, okay. something with it. And um, the other guy, Luke something, Lucana maybe, who they're okay. just like- they're like more like meat heady science guys, but they like absolutely destroy her. And I was like, thank you. Like, thank you for You're doing like, the work. Thank you. I'm <laughs> passing the baton to you so I can save my mental energy. I just screenshotted I it and was like, oh my God, I'll come back to this when I'm ready and maybe I will never be ready. <laughs> Oh but, goodness. Thank you for sharing goodness. that. What a great giggle. To <laughs> okay. Your turn for our people that are not watching on YouTube. Let them know what we're working with here today. <laughs> Hopefully Chelsea will clip this beauty into a, a screen recording on Instagram. Um, so as we said before that this was a friendly reminder to schedule your therapy appointment, but this is your big sister, Sam coming in hot reminding you to, to also <laughs> Schedule your biannual or annual or first ever for Jenna and our amazing editor, Andrea. I'm so embarrassed. (laughs) Dermatology appointment because so many people don't get skin checks and you can have skin cancer and melanoma can develop in places that never get skin exposure or excuse me, sun exposure. One of my good girlfriends had very very um intense skin cancer and it was in her belly button deep in her belly button it was found and that like never never had sun exposure so not like on the outside of her stomach anyways why i'm getting to this is because i have a bandage on my face and it was you know during post was it postpartum or end of pregnancy i noticed i had i forget what it's called it's like a very long word asthma i do have that but i it was something else where i had like an actual red it almost looked like a mole, but it was like very bright red and irregular. And it, I forget what it's called. They said it this morning, but honestly, these names are so long and I am not a dermatologist clearly, but I had these like growths appearing and they said it's super normal with pregnancy and postpartum with all of the hormones circulating in your body. And I was like, Oh, great. Like so wonderful. Something else. <laughs> yeah. And so that actually went away on its own. She's like, we could take it off, but it might go away. And it actually did. But on that side of my face, all on my left side, which as you pointed out, is the side that is exposed for driving. Hmm. But like Jenna, I don't drive. I don't leave my house. <laughs> um. So anyways, on that side, I noticed last week and I could send you a picture of what it looked like before they removed it. It was like a flat raised red bump that was like right under a um sunspot and I've been getting a lot of like I'm a freckly person I have a lot of moles and I always have gotten skin checks because I've had a lot come back irregular um and just things run in our family so I was like oh this does not look normal and it was like raised it wasn't flat it was red and so I called and I got in one week later which was today and she was like yeah this is definitely not normal 
could be an array of things, but like, we definitely need to rule out that it's not precancerous or like early stage cancers or basal cell carcinoma or all these things. So, you know, they just light a cane shot and scraped it. And, and here we are, um, going to Penn state, going to Penn state this weekend with my girlfriend, by the way, jealous. (laughs) And like, I just like, hello. Um, so it's starting the lidocaine starting to wear off and it's like, itchy like you know like when you get like a cut because like Mm -hmm. it's an open wound so I'm gonna have to put like aquaphor on it and probably can't wear makeup for you know whatever who cares doesn't matter but anyways I'm saying this because of course my you know dietitian slash intuitive eating slash body image brain started to think when I came home how many times I didn't want to go to dermatology appointments because you're butt ass naked laying on like a paper mache thing with like a you know paper mache dress on when your <laughs> ass crack hanging out and they're just like poking and prodding you or like Wait, going to paper the- mache is not the right word you like you I'm know what paper, I mean it's but like, like do you remember like what paper so... mache is it's like when like, you used to make like science projects in elementary school but I just think of like paper mache where it's like crackly or like yeah. um tissue paper tissue like you're paper. like <laughs> They like put you in tissue paper. Meanwhile, it's like you can see what paper mache is. Okay, so you understand. (laughs) And so there's like dermatology appointments. You think of like OBGYN. Obviously, Mm -hmm. OBGYN is very vulnerable. Like they are like inserting, you know, the is it the scalpel and like their fingers and all of the things. Anyways, so it was. I was thinking how last week our conversation on the podcast, we were talking about how to advocate for yourself at the doctor's office and how you can choose to not be weighed and ways to set boundaries. And we talked all about that. And I was like thinking to myself, I'm like, how many people actively choose to not go and get a skin check because they don't want to be naked anywhere and then to be naked in a medical setting where you have the vulnerability of you know to be vulnerable and then to have a medical professional make comments about your weight while you're butt ass naked and so it just made me think and I was like okay well if I can obviously I'm not allowed to take this off for 24 hours (laughs) um so I was like, all right, well, still got to show up online and, you know, do the podcast and do all the things. So I was like, all right, well, let's talk about it. And how mm-hmm. great of a, you know, jumping off point is that to just remind people that, and we talked about this last week, is that your medical care directly impacts your health. And if you are choosing to forego medical appointments due to the shame that you feel or the fear of weight stigma, which is so valid, like mm-hmm. I want to just recognize that you and I have thin privilege and we're not going to be told to lose weight when we're at a dermatology appointment. So for those in larger bodies, I can only imagine how much harder it is, but to not forego your medical appointments due to that fear, because what if there is a spot on your face or your back or, you know, whatever your armpit that is being overlooked because of the fear of going in. And so I did a TikTok video on it a few hours ago and it has I don't know if we're at hundreds yet, but we have at least almost a hundred comments of people saying like, I have not gone, you know, to get a skin check because I'm, I'm petrified and skin cancer runs in my family and and petrified again, due, due to the size or the perception of my body. And so I think this just comes back to such a bigger conversation of how foregoing medical appointments due to the shame of your body size can be detrimental to your health. Yeah. And 
I, I just pulled up the TikTok to read it just to see the comments so far. I mean, people are like, this is your best video yet. So yay for you and your bandage. <laughs> My bandage face. <laughs> but no, it's so real. And I think every single type of doctor's appointment has that vulnerability. And I think one of the things that we talked about last week or last time we hopped on was how to advocate for yourself. And I'm curious because I am, I have not put off this appointment out of fear or shame, but just have put off this appointment. And now this Mm -hmm. is my reminder to do so. Um, But being that I haven't been to a dermatologist in quite some time, like is there a boundary that you think that would be helpful to set going into that appointment with a practitioner for somebody who is concerned because of that? Like, is there something that you would recommend saying in advance, seeing how it goes? Like, I don't know. I'm curious your response to that. I think uh, it's so hard because I think you have to know a little bit about the dermatologist you're going to. Unfortunately, a lot of dermatologists have crossed over into the med spa services of Botox and cool sculpting, cool sculpting, really expensive skincare lines. Ozempic. Yeah. So, (laughs) so I, I think it's, you're never like, it's, better safe than sorry in the sense of like, I don't, I think it's still important to like, listen to our previous episode, right. And have those boundaries ready to go. If you don't want to say them or print out that little business card from noway.org that we Mm. talked about last week. And I don't think there's any detriment to being prepared. And I mean, really thinking about when you go and make a dermatologist appointment, you literally just call them up and say, I just want a skin check. And, And so the the purpose of that appointment is literally you're laying there naked and the doctor has the little, like, it's like a little square light thing where they're going over every mole and every spot and they're assessing it. And that should be it. Like, you know what I mean? But with that being said, you can read the TikTok comments already. People are saying, I went to the dermatologist and they asked me if I wanted to lose weight. And, you know, so I I don't think there's ever any detriment to preparing for that, but it could just Go, going into the appointment, going in and saying, I'm here for a skin check. And that's, that's all I, I want to discuss today. And here are my concerns. Like, cause they asked me, what are your concerns today? I said, I got, I have something on my back that I'm concerned about. I've seen change and my face, this popped up a week ago. This is not normal. And that's why I'm here. And that's all they talked about. So, hmm. but again, I have thin privilege. So it's easy for me to say, because who knows if I was in a larger body, if they were like, Hey, do you want to talk about that XX? excess weight, heavy air quotes, you know? Right. Yeah. That's so tough. And I think one of the things we talked about before that I think could be a great reminder too, is, you know, it goes both ways. So if that boundary setting to you is scary, that is preventing or harming you, your mental health, right? So if that is scary for you and that's preventing you from going also, you know, the, the work here is to either work with someone or mm-hmm. role play with someone. The scenario of, you know, what is actually best for my health is going to this appointment and setting the boundary. And therefore I'm setting my protecting my mental and physical health instead mm-hmm. of like just one or the other. Cause like not, you could make the argument 
like not going to the doctor is protecting your mental health, quote unquote, going to the doctor is protecting your physical health. But like, how do we protect both? And it's by layering that extra piece onto it. Yes. Yes. And I think if someone's afraid to set the boundary, then it could be going in and just setting the intention with your Mm. doctor of why you're here and what you want to get out of this appointment. Cause then you don't have to talk about weight. And then again, if they would bring it up, I do think like, that's where, like what you said, role-playing, having these things in the back of your head, maybe you have the business card printed out from noway.org. So if they say it, you literally don't have to say a thing and just hand it to them. So there there's many different ways you could go about it, but Yes, you need to be adding a dermatologist appointment <laughs> onto your annual. It should be just like your gynecologist. You go to the gyno once a year. You go to the dermatologist once the a year. Dentist for, twice. The dentist once, once or yeah, twice for twice, twice for cleaning. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then I, but like for me, I've always gone to the dermatologist twice a year just because I've had so many things be irregular. And I think living in Florida, it's like, you're just in the sun so much. All the time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't have that same, but I definitely should. Yeah. So So not good. (laughs) Well, I'm glad that I could inspire you as well. (laughs) You absolutely have. This podcast is sponsored by Green Pan. Okay, next week is my birthday, actually. So now that I'm entering my late 30s, which is terrifying all in its own right, there are certain things that you just appreciate more as you grow up, but also like Sometimes there's resistance, at least just for, at least for me, I should say, on what you want to spend the investment on. And pans used to be one of those things for me. I don't know if you can relate to that, but like 100%. I used to buy pans that maybe like I thought were great and spend the money and then, you know, something would go wrong with them. So I would like to introduce you listeners today to Green Pan because they are an investment that has changed the way that I view pans. And here's why. Because they are beautifully colored and they last and they're so easy to clean, which is one of the things that I absolutely hated about other pans that I've had in my earlier adult life. Um, the other thing that I think is so cool about Green Pan is that they have a 60-day return policy so that if you're not obsessed with them, which we know you will be, but if for whatever reason you're not, you have plenty of time to make sure that you love them or that you don't and you can send them back, which I think is so awesome. And I don't know many companies that do that anymore. <laughs> Yeah, it shows their credibility 100%. And I feel like as you were speaking, I was thinking about like college version of Sammy, where my roommates and I would fight over like who had the to one clean pan. the pans <laughs> that were just, you know, you had to like scrape it off with like a fork and then even bringing that into marriage with my husband. But now that we have green pan, like you said, it's so no easy to clean. <laughs> So if you want to try out Green Pan, you can head over to greenpan.us and use promo code FORK, that's F-O-R-K, and you'll receive 30% off your entire order plus free shipping on orders over $99. That's right, 30% off. When you buy one pan or a whole set, that's 30% off. So head over to greenpan.us and make sure that you use our promo code FORK. Oh, are there any other trends or things that have come up recently that we can debunk for our audience today? I'm trying to think. I feel like just like you, I've been on the like stay off TikTok trend because it's just not, uh, 
Well, we're coming out of Mother's Day. I think that could be something. Um, anything, anything related to Mother's Day that is coming up for you, or anything you want to share? We had a wonderful Mother's Day this year. Last year, my Mother's Day was like not great. Oh, I clicked on something wrong. Um, and this year, I set a boundary. Speaking of boundaries, and also like had no intentions um or expectations I should say and like it was just such a nice day Noel was like so happy which as a toddler with like emotions and um mood swings like you just never know what you're gonna get and he was like in the best mood and we did like nothing but we also did so much and it was just like such a reminder for me. And I think this is actually like a really big point. It was such a reminder for me that like, even when you feel like you're doing nothing as a parent, you're always, always making an impact on someone else's life. And I think as like content creators, quote unquote, like there's this pressure to like constantly perform and like be at your best. And sometimes like you're either at your best or your worst. And like, you don't feel like there's any in between. And like, one of the things that I'm really, especially for the rest of this pregnancy and like time right now that I'm really trying to be intentional about is like not wanting more. So like, if Noah has like a really great day, it's like, this was a great day and like tomorrow might not be, but like, this was a great hour. <laughs> like, yes. He might wake up from his nap, which he typically wakes up pretty cranky. And like, I'm going to cherish the morning and like figure out the rest. And like, this goes back to like relationships too. Cause like one of the things that like I was getting like resentful of is like the difference between my husband and myself, as far as like making plans. And it's like, if I have the opportunity to, let's say, go to a class or like go out to dinner instead of like what my brain immediately used to do is like, okay, when can I do this again? It's like enjoying that dinner, that class, that time, that experience for what it was and what it gave me versus wanting more from it. Does that make sense? Totally. And I think that I could thank you for sharing that because I could definitely use a, a refresher with that because I think when we experience something good or pleasurable or that brings us joy, it's like, I want more of this, which and is the so brain, normal. Cause it like, it sets off your brain to like yes. want that pleasure center to do that again. And like, that's the problem with like social media too. It's like, and like any type of addiction, really, it's like, it takes more to get that same response. Right. And it was like very real in my life and the resentment that I was holding to my husband because of it, I was seeing like goes to two therapy sessions and is like so enlightened. (laughs) Resentment is, wait, let's like pause there for a second. They're like, resentment is such a telling thing. Like when you feel resentment, that is like a red flag waving to say like, Ayo, what's going on with you? Like, can you hold a mirror up, right? Which like fucking sucks because usually like, no, it's that person. It's their problem. But usually it's like, yes, what's going on with us? Yes. And like, yeah, I mean, I think I was like getting to that place where it was like, yeah, 
it's really cool to have been able to go to like a later, let's say like, for example, I do Noah's mornings, like Monday through Friday, typically. And like Matt one morning was like, why don't you take like a later class? Like I'll do the morning. And it was like so nice. And instead of me being like, okay, this should be a weekly thing, which was where my brain would usually go. It was like, if this, I like, I had to talk myself through it. Don't get me wrong. But it was like, if this is the only time I ever go to this class on a Friday morning, like I really enjoyed it. And then I went to Trader Joe's afterwards. And then I did all of these things and like had the morning to myself and came home and the kid was dressed and ready to go. And like, I didn't have to do anything, (laughs) which was amazing. But like, if that never happens again, like I'm going to enjoy the moment that has just passed, which again, my brain has a very hard time with that. It's the same thing with work with like filling groups or clients or, you know, whatever else it's instead of being happy for what is it's always, I want more. And like, that's a really scary, slippery slope that like, it takes being aware and like actionable to stop from happening. And that is my intention for the next, I don't know, five months and then beyond um, to see if we can carry this through. (laughs) I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, you should, we should always record podcasts after your therapy sessions. comes out enlightened. She really did ask me when we started, she was like, so have you been in the last two weeks? I was like, I'm so much better. And then I'm just like spewed. Honestly though, like I, I do, it's not necessarily better. Like, and I know you didn't mean it like that, but like aware maybe is the right word and like but I was like going into it like this could be our last session (laughs) and she's like hold on yeah chill (laughs) like let's let's turn it back but no like just even the things that you're sharing with me in these these conversations you know it's so easy to get caught in the negative and like we're human and like we're going to do that like every single person will but I mean it's it's beautiful what you're sharing right now. And I can tell like after your a few sessions, like it's definitely had a big impact on you, you know, because there's times you showed up to this podcast. You're like, fuck social media, fuck TikTok. I'm done. Like my life. Like, yeah. I quit. And it's probably when you're in that comparison trap of like, I want more. And, and like, again, it's so normal to want more and to reach more people. And like, a lot of these are very human things that like, whether you're a content creator or not, yes. you can relate to. Um, it's that but, negative feedback loop. Like Matt listens to a lot of like yogic type stuff. And he's like, have you ever heard of the negative feedback loop? I'm like, yes, Matt, we <laughs> use this with our clients. And like, it's just, it's so real. Like what, like you just said, like once you yeah. get one mean comment or like one bad review or like one, whatever, it's like that becomes amplified. And then everything relates to that. Well, I'm not enough X, Y, and Z. And that's a really hard thing to break. And I think one of the things that we do a lot in our practice is like, we start with like the awareness of where we are now, because you cannot create change if you're not aware of current habits. And like that can be applied to everything, not just food, not just body image, not just relationship with any like pieces of yourself. Like you have to know first, like what you're working with. And I believe that that's the hardest step. 100%. And you can't start making peace with something, whatever it is, until you have that. I always, you know me, I love analogies. And like, I, know. I, I love I your always, analogies. <laughs> I always use that as an analogy in the beginning of any masterclass I host of like, 
a GPS, right? So if you and I are like, all right, we're going to New York City and we set that in our GPS, well, we need our starting point, our current location, or else we can't map out a journey or we can't Mm. understand how to get to a destination. Not to say that, you know, an intuitive eating journey or making peace with food and body is just like this 10 step, you know, perfect direct route. But like you said, you have to know where you're starting and able to get where you want to go. And And the time each takes might take different for each person, but like, at least you have that roadmap. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And you could always go, you know, take different stops like along the way or, you know, uh, what's it called? Not a route change. What's the, like, whenever there's like a detour, right. You could take a detour. (laughs) Um, there's, there's many different ways you can get to a point, but it's just, yeah, you got to know, know where you're starting. Oh, such a beautiful, beautiful message. It is. And it's so important. And I think, again, I'm super inspired by the comment that we got this morning, this morning, this at the beginning of this episode, because it really just like drives home that, you know, those of you that are listening, first of all, we love you so much, but like you are taking away different pieces of us than like the drunk dietitians that started this podcast. And like, (laughs) I'm really proud of you and I, um, and I'm really proud of the growth and like the things that we are sharing, because these are things that I never heard other people say. Mm -hmm. Right. And like the amount of people that reached out to me after like the conversation about gender disappointment too, was just like, so telling to me that like, we need to continue to talk about these things because people are longing to hear it and feel more seen and less alone. And I think that that's so important. Yes. And when you keep things bottled up and don't talk about them or don't share them, that's where the shame spiral just continues, right? Because you feel like, I can't say this out loud. People will judge me or people will, you know, whatever it is. And so that's amazing to hear that you've had so many people reaching out about that. I knew that was going to be a really important conversation that people needed to hear. Wait, speaking of bottled up, I'm dying because I got my mom a Reiki session for her birthday and she finally went to it yesterday. And like, you know, mom, I know you listen to this, so eventually you'll listen to this podcast and I love you so much and I'm so proud of you. Um, But one of the things that I think I have taken from her is like that same thing, like keeping things bottled up and then they explode. It's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. But like, you're not. But anyways, so she goes to this Reiki session and I saw her yesterday and I'm like, you know, so what did she say? You know, share with me, whatever. And long story short, she's like, yeah, she said, I have a couple like blockages or like whatever. I'm like, was one of them your throat chakra? she's like you're an asshole and I'm like well was it and she's like yeah she said that it's incredibly blocked I'm like I know because you don't speak up when you need help or when something's on your mind or you're frustrated or whatever else and like you internalize it and then you explode (laughs) so I was like she was like yeah I I know I'm like okay I'm not gonna say anything else when you're ready to talk I'm sure you will (laughs) You're like every holiday now you just send her a Reiki session and just like, keep going, keep going. Keep opening yourself up. (laughs) Have you ever had Reiki? No. Whenever you said that, I was like, whoa, I I would love it. I mean, I go to acupuncture every week. I've done that for years now. I will never give that up. Um, I've actually started doing it on Monday mornings. Ooh, start the week. Which, yes, which it's interesting. I used to do it on Fridays and I switched it to Mondays because 
Mondays usually you're like revved up like I gotta go I gotta go I gotta go and it like just completely brings me down to like (laughs) chill and kind of brings my fight or flight down but I'm always interested in that kind of stuff and like we've said on previous podcasts of just like the nuance to things and I when I was introduced to Chinese medicine, I was just like, oh my gosh, there's this whole nother world Literally. that is practiced. <laughs> that is so different. And not to say that Western medicine doesn't have a place because I've done a lot in Western medicine too, but just, it's so interesting to see the difference in those. And I, and I don't even know, like Reiki's not a part of Chinese medicine, but that's like a whole other No, it's more holistic like spiritualistic. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's, I've done it once and I had the most incredible experience. Like I came out so enlightened and like the things this woman was saying to me, I like really like listened to and like have been like searching for like those signs ever since. Um, and it was just like, they don't touch you. It's just like over your body and yes. like, you're just relaxed. It's fascinating. I think you have to go to a very legit place in order for it to be very real, but um, it was really cool. I actually, and I also had my tarot cards read last week too, just like dipping my toes and all of the fun stuff. Oh, I've um, done that. We did that at our fine food freedom retreat and we were like all crying and like came out of the room like, yes. with crazy shit. It was so dead on. And like, it was funny because speaking of wanting more, I had this like great reading and she was like, why don't you pull one more card? Like, let's just, you know, like seal the deal. And I pulled like a terrible card. Like the one with like the, <laughs> like, uh, all the, the swords. Knives, like, yeah. <laughs> and she was like, oh, I guess we should have stopped before. <laughs> like, what does this one mean? Uh, but no, I, there's a, such a good lesson in all of that. But no, it's really interesting. And I think, again, just being open to all of that stuff when it's safe for you, I think is really, it's cool. It's like a cool next step in the journey. Yes. Oh, love this. Maybe oh, we should, I don't know how like people do virtual readings, but like we should have someone on. I'm sure they can. So, yeah. so far we need to write down dermatologist, <laughs> dermatologist, tarot card reader, tarot card reader. I could get, I know the girl that did our fine food freedom retreat. Like we all had an individual reading with her. Um, the first night we all got in and it was, it was really fun. Um, she had had some things to say. So, okay. Well, well, thank you all for listening. Um, and oh excuse me um thank you all for listening today and if any of this has inspired you we would love to hear the doctor's appointments that you've scheduled after hearing this yes send us a dm and let us know (laughs) Be, be accountable to us yes i love that you posted that before um this was a really good one and i'm super excited to share it and holding space for everyone out there who needs it if any part of this podcast has impacted you in any way, shape, or form, or if you have any requests for topics you want to hear, please, please, please leave us a review wherever it is that you listen to podcasts um, so that we can shout you out on air as well. Love it. Love you. And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of What the Actual Fork Pod. We know there are a lot of pods out there and we are so grateful that you are here listening with us. So if you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to subscribe, like, share with all of your friends and faves, and don't forget to rate and review and let us know what you want to hear more of. The more we hear from you, the more that we can make these episodes exactly what you want. 
We would also love to connect with you on Instagram at what the actual fork pod. We promise to continue to bring you the hottest topics, greatest guests, and the most fun you can possibly have fighting diet culture bullshit. We love you. We appreciate you. And we will see you next week for more fun.